0: Welcome 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 friends and family and everybody else in the online atmosphere the online uh biosphere everybody welcome this is Dennis Taylor uh this is the uh, 17th episode of my podcast uh I am excited about this one like I am all of them and the reason why I'm excited is cuz I'm excited about life but I'm excited about this one cuz this one shapes you this podcast episode can make or break your life. It can put you in a different trajectory and it can change how you live. Uh, before we jump into that, I want to celebrate a little bit. So I am on the board of directors of, uh, a AAU basketball team, which is a summer league basketball team. And, uh, the basketball team is under Marcus Smart. He is a basketball player for the Boston Celtics. He's from the DFW area. That's where I live for a long time. Uh, his, AAU coach who was my mentor. Uh, his name is Von Zell Thomas. He, uh, taught me everything I need to know about coaching basketball and life and being a man, uh, learned a lot from that man. And I'm excited today because today, uh, Marcus Smart just signed a four year $52 million with the Celtics and he's not a, uh, huge volume scorer, but he does a lot of things for that team. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, uh, honored and I'm, uh, I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to be around those people, to sit on the board of directors of his organization and really be a part of that. Uh, Because even though while I haven't coached Marcus or uh, all that, I've been around to be around a lot of people that have had an influence in his life. And also I've been able to learn a lot from the same people who taught him. So I'm excited. I'm proud of him. I'm excited for him. Uh, He definitely deserved what he got. He earned it and i'm excited that he's going to be in boston for the next 4 years he's a vital piece of that team he's he's an intangibles person so i'm excited about that all right good job man uh today what we're going to talk about is daily routines right uh daily routines are important. Obviously, I wouldn't talk about it. I'm not going to talk about stuff that I don't believe that's important, but I'm going to kind of do it differently saying I do this at eight. I do this at nine. I do this at 10. I'm not breaking it down like that. What I'm going to do is my daily routines, my daily musts. What must I do to have a successful day? What do I do as a person to have a successful day? And I'll, I'll be transparent and honest here. I haven't always done this stuff and I ebb and flow on it. Lately, I'm on a strong ebb where I'm doing it daily and I see the results. And what's funny is like, you see the results on having a great daily routine and you see that there's so much beneficial power in it. And then yet we can get comfortable with it and we can venture away from what's successful and what's working uh, when we should know we should stay on it. We know that we should stick with what we have to do. Here's what works for me. I don't want to keep this long because I've been keeping every one of them about 40 minutes. And uh, I try to not talk that long, but I will. Obviously, every time I say that, I'll talk very long. I have, I have, uh, I wrote down what I have to do every day to have a successful day, and I'll uh, go line by line and I'll talk about every one of them. Uh, I believe that the most important way to have a successful day is you have to guard your morning time by taking care of your nighttime. You have to guard that time in the morning by taking care of how you go to bed. That's super important to me. I know that the best days I have in the morning are when I took care of the night before. And this may be different than a lot of people talk about it. it may be the same. I don't know. I'm not regurgitating anything. I thought about it. Okay, so I have a daily routine that I do every day. I do it every morning. Uh, but really, it starts the night before because when I end my day, Like tonight, when I end this day that I'm currently recording this, it's literally just an extension of the next day. So I'm ending my day to go to sleep, to rest, to recover so that I can wake up tomorrow and not do the same thing, but I will do the same thing, but I can wake up tomorrow to have a successful day and I'll put a bunch of those in a row over the course of months and they'll compound that's the importance of having a routine in what you do is that you can compound you can compress time frames because you build so much momentum in your life i take care of the morning time i mean the night time and that guards my morning time so what do i do i limit electronic usage an hour before i go to bed right in my night time i don't watch tv till i fall asleep there's no tv on when i'm falling asleep i try to limit my the electronics in our room and limit myself on my phone. That's the big one, right? Is scrolling endlessly on social media and scrolling endlessly on your phone, that artificial light from your phone. It will affect your sleeping. I've noticed that. So when I limit my electric usage, I sleep better. So an hour before bed, let's say I go to bed at 10 30, um, an hour before I go to bed, I go to bed about 10 30. Hold on. I got a, turn my phone upside down. I'm getting messages. um, and it's distracting me an hour before I go to bed. So I go to bed about 10 30. I it around nine after nine, I try to limit my uses of my phone. I won't watch TV during the weekdays. Typically watch. If I watch TV, it's during the day with my kids or we watch it on the weekends. Um, but what I'll do is I'll limit my electronic usage. I like to read a book. I do. I'll either read a ministry book about my spiritual life, or I'll read a personal development book. And what it does is, uh, reading that book, it kind of like slows me down and it, it kind of, I don't know, it makes me a little tired. It makes me ready to go to bed. It gets me ready to get rest, right? I turn the artificial lights that we mostly live on. We we don't get enough vitamin D daily and we get all these artificial lights. So I like to turn them down. After we eat, I start turning the, the lights in the house down. Some of our lights have like a little... Uh, dimming switches on it, I turn them down or I turn lights off that we don't need on because we don't need all these artificial lights off till we go to bed. When you start turning these lights down early in your house, it starts to release melatonin in your body. And that's our, our uh, circadian rhythm. I believe that when, when the sun starts to set, like when we were in uh, tribes and we were hunter gatherers and that type of time, our body would start to release melatonin because we knew that it was about to get dark and we needed to go to bed. So what I like to do is I like to turn down the lights. Uh, and when we're in our room, we have uh, one low-level light on at night. We don't keep the bright light on. That's behind me uh, on the ceiling fan. We don't keep that on. We turn, uh, if you can see it, where is it at? Yeah, you can see that little lamp behind me. We just turn that on and we have a low uh, LED light in there that is just, it's just it's a low frequency. Uh, and we just have that on. And I noticed that it's when I, when we've started doing that with the low lights and the low and the limiting the electronic usage, I sleep better. I'm rested when I wake up. I'm not groggy. I'm able to get into the deep sleep that your body needs to rest and recover. And it's better for me. Also, before I go to bed, uh, I'm reading, um, I'll pray a little bit eternally, Intern internally, I'll have thankfulness, gratitude, I'll reflect on my day. Um, and I'll just kind of put myself in a very peaceful state. I'm not trying to live in the anxiety of the world. I'm not trying to live with the stresses, I'm not trying to go through all that. I'm trying to set myself up for rest. Because we've all been there where we've tossed and turned and we've worried all night. Worrying all night doesn't make things get fixed. It's like you got a stressful life. I get that. Life is hard. Life is a bitch. It's hard. It's tough as hell. But if you sit there and you dwell on it all night and you rob yourself of quality rest, you're no better in a position to tackle that day hard the next day. You're groggy. You're tired. You're not your best self. That's why I try to be thankful because I'm thankful I'm alive. I'm thankful that I live in America I'm thankful that I'm from Texas. I'm thankful that I have a beautiful wife and kids. I'm I'm grateful for everything, the experiences, the trials, the struggles. I'm thankful for the happiness. I'm thankful for everything. I reflect on the day and what I accomplished. And it sets me in a good mindset to go to bed. Um, I also, we diffuse essential oils. So while, you know, starting around about nine o'clock, maybe 839, I'll start diffusing some oils in the bedroom. Uh, we have this one blend it's called stress-free. I really like it. Also maybe diffuse some lavender or something. And I've really liked essential oils lately. I've been using them more and they work. Uh, they calm you down. They put you in a good mindset. It, It makes the room smell good. Uh, I feel like I've rested the best I've ever rested in the last month or two. I get good quality sleep every day and I wake up refreshed, but I've also in this stage, I haven't been perfect every day. Over the last couple of months, there's some days I cheated or we watched TV late or I was on my phone until I went to bed or I didn't turn down all the lights or I wasn't thankful and grateful or whatever it may be. And I remember waking up and I was like, oh, man, I'm sluggish today. I'm just not I can't. Right. And so I just am like, no, I don't want to. I want to take care of my nighttime. I got to guard my morning time. Morning time is so important. That's the next thing I'm going to talk about my morning musts. I have musts in the morning that I have to do. There are things I have to do every morning, uh, or it just feels wrong. It feels like I'm, I don't have my rhythm that day. I feels like I can't, uh, attain more in my life. I can't grow. So the first thing that I do, I obviously get up I brush my teeth. I go to the bathroom, but after that I'll go straight in and I'll start diffusing some type of oil. Uh, I've been doing this one with frankincense and lemon, and it kind of makes you like, uh, it's almost for like a meditation, mindfulness, you know, spiritual aromas. Um, I'll diffuse those oils. I'll also, I mean, but before that I'll make my lemon water. I've done this for a long time. I posted on this several times on Facebook, a lot, lemon water with added minerals. So I'll do water with lemon. I usually, we do reverse osmosis water here because you can't drink the faucet water. So when you do RO water or bottle water, it kills a lot of the bad, takes a lot of the bad minerals out, a lot of the bad elements out of the water, but it also takes the good stuff out too. So then we add back minerals into our water. We use a bottle of a, a thing called concentrates minerals. I got turned on that by my friend, Andy, and I've been taking it for years and I really like it. It really puts a lot of the. Uh, trace minerals from the earth back into your body. So I'll, I'll make that first. Uh, sometimes if I have it, I'll put a little bit of chlorophyll drops. I, I think it's called chloroxygen is what the brand I use. And it just puts more chlorophyll in your body. Uh, supposedly it puts more oxygen in your blood cells. I like it. It's got a little bit of a minty flavor. So when you mix that with the lemon and the mint and the minerals, it tastes well, it tastes good, right? I like it in the morning. Uh, I hadn't drink water all night you know, from eight hours. So my body's dehydrated. I like to put water in it. I'll drink that cup and then I'll fill up another cup and I'll drink a couple cups of water first thing in the morning. That's a must for me. Even when we go on the road, I'll take a lemon with me. I'll take my minerals with me. I've got to have that in the morning. My body needs that, those nutrients, my body needs that to rehydrate, uh, I have a jump trainer, a jump, a personal trampoline and I've used it. If you see me on Facebook, I've used it. Uh, in the morning I'll pull that thing out and I don't jump high on it. I just jump because I just, I just kind of like bounce on it, but I'm not really coming off the, the, the trampoline with my feet. I'm I'm keeping my feet on. I do it barefoot. Um, and I just kind of bounce a little bit for a few minutes, um, being thankful. And the reason why I do that is because it wakes your body up. It wakes your body up. It wakes your bowels up. It gets things moving. It gives you more energy, like more kinetic energy in your body. It wakes you up a little bit. Uh, also that exercise on that trampoline, Tony Robbins talk about it a lot. A lot of people talk about it. It activates your lymph system. So it kind of like releases toxins through your lymph. Um, and it, cause when you So if you look at it and you study the science behind it, like every time you jump, your muscles fully contract your whole body, your muscles contract when you, when you're down on the, like, so you go down on the trampoline, you go up, you go down, you go up when you're up, your muscles contract. And when you're down, your muscles release all the way. Like what I do, if you're watching this live and if you're listening to, I'll be on that trampoline and I'll put my arm on my pec or my like a woman where her breast would be uh, like almost like I'm pledging allegiance, but I'm not as I do with my left hand and sometimes my right hand. It doesn't matter. I'm not trying to be dogmatic about it. But what I like to do is when I jump up and down, I can feel the contraction and then I feel it released. So I know that's what it's doing. It's like, boom, boom, boom. And that releases a lot of the um, there, there's a lot of science behind that. And I really like that in the morning because it, it really uh, wakes my body up. And I'll pray while I'm on there a little bit out loud because um, I also don't believe that prayer should just be in your head because I have a personal relationship with my savior. So I pray out loud. Uh, and so after that, I'll take a time, a few minutes in prayer, in mindfulness and gratitude and thankfulness and just uh, touching my spirit and, and really trying to grow spiritually uh, by just, by just focusing on, on praying and beholding. Now that may not be for you and that's fine. You might not have that spiritual life that I have. You might not believe what I believe, but I do believe there's power in being mindful and great, grateful and thankful for your life. And you can focus on that. Choose to focus whatever you focus on, whatever you want to. There is something key about your morning time. And I'll give you a biblical example. And I've talked about this a lot. But when the children of Israel came out of uh, Egypt, their food for 40 years was the manna that came down from heaven. And this food came in the morning. So they had to get up early before the sun came out to gather the manna. And they couldn't, couldn't stock up and get tomorrow's manna. They had to get it daily, that daily manna, that bread that came from heaven. And they had to get it every day and eat it. Because if you saved it for later in the day, if you wanted to eat the manna later, it would get bugs and worms and it would rot. So the principle, and not being dogmatic here and not being religious here, the principle is to be fed in the morning is key. Before Why? Well, because you, you start your day. After you start your day and you're busy in your day, which I'll talk about later, you start... Contacting the world. You're in touch with the world. Things come in and you just get more dust from the world. And everybody knows what this feels like. You feel like it. You've been on Facebook long enough in a day. After a while, you feel like dirty. And you're like, man, I got to get away from this. That's the, the principle is in the morning is when you can get spiritually fed. You can get your mindfulness time, your gratitude in, in, before your mind touches the world. That's why I don't open my phone. Like before I've said all this, I haven't opened my phone yet. I don't try, I try to, I know what time it is. Um, and then I see it, alerts, but I don't like to read them because even that pulls me out. I, I don't open my phone until after I, I haven't even opened my phone yet at this point today I have as I'm recording this, but while I'm doing my water, I'm jumping for a minute, a few minutes I'm praying. And then I'll read a little bit of a book, a ministry book, a spiritual book for me personally, I read the Bible. Uh, I haven't opened my phone cause I'm not trying to touch that yet. I'm trying to take care of me as a human cause I have a human body, right? So I touch all three things in my morning must and my physical and my health, my physical health. I put water with, with minerals. I jump a little bit. So that gives me a little exercise, wakes my body up, my spiritual life. I hit my prayer. Uh, and then my, uh, psychological, my soul life, I spend time in being thankful and gratitude and visualizing things. Uh, I read a book and that helps grow me as a person. So I hit all the physical, uh, I hit all the the health stuff that I talk about a lot in my morning time. It's like It's like three parts. I hit it and I'm good to start the day. By that time, my kids are awake and I really can't get that time again when my kids are awake. So I try to get up and get all that before they wake up because that's my personal time to, it like it's kind of like, it's a compass that sets me for the day. And I notice the days when I don't get all that, I'm not as solid. There's not that supply through the day. There is something very valuable about not jumping in your phone, putting some water in your body, getting your body moving a little bit, changing the physiology of your body. You were sleeping, right? I bounce, you can do like quick exercises or you could do walking around, you wake your body up spend time in gratitude, thankfulness. And why Why I jump is because what I would do is I used to just go sit down and then just start praying, reading, but I'd still be sleepy. So I wasn't really like able to be as open. And when I jump around for a little bit, I feel like, and I, when I say I jump, I just bounce um, really softly. I don't go fast. Um, I wake up more, All right, So that's my morning must. After that, I'm good to go for the day. I am, it doesn't matter if I'm working, or if I'm at home, like that sets me for It doesn't matter for the rest of my life. That'll be my morning time. Because for me, that's what works. Great. So that's my morning musts. Maybe you have something like that. Hopefully you could leave me some comments or you can hit me up with what you like to do. Uh, we had some people say earlier that they like to do some vision thinking. Uh, they like to uh, visualize and they like to use I am statements. Super powerful stuff, right? I I love that type of stuff. Okay, the next thing I've got, these are my musts. These are my daily routines on my musts. I must daily do the work of my life. So the work of my life is what my purpose and passion is on this planet as a human. Everybody's is different because there's no two humans that are the same. For me, and I'm telling you my routine, right? This is the routine that I feel that I can leverage to create a successful life every day. And these are for me, these are the successes, right? So if I guarded my nighttime to protect my morning time, if I accomplished my morning time and then I focused on my work, I have a successful day. So I like to create at least one piece of content. I like to write. Um, I try to write at least 1500 words as quick as possible in a day. And I have a strategy that I use where I've been able to do this day after day after day. And I do it very quickly. I'm able to write over 1500 words in about 15 minutes. That's just, that's just like the brain dump that I do. I go in this flow state, I let everything out and I create a piece of content around what my purpose and passion is. And Dennis, what is your purpose and passion? It's hard for me to explain it in a word. If you listen to my podcast, go look at the topics of my podcast you get the general gist of what I am pushing towards. That is what I feel like I'm called for. Okay, so I create one piece of content around that every day. That's my work. That's what I do, right? With that, I feel more fulfilled, more satisfied and more accomplished every day, more successful. And after I'm done, I'm like, damn, I'm doing that tomorrow. And I'm checking an X on the box. Did it today, gonna do it tomorrow, gonna do it the next day, nonstop. It is what I've been called to do. Yours may be different, but whatever yours is, you gotta do it. Mine is to create at least one piece of content a day through writing. I also, part of my work is now, it's been doing this podcast. This is my 17th episode, and this is the funnest thing I've ever done. The most fun, I guess. I love this. This is exciting to me. It makes me think uh, constructively. It makes me think about topics that I feel like impact my life and that I could share and help other people's life. And it's wide ranging, right? It's about life and balance and optimization and business and social media and family. It's, It's my life. It's my brain. That's what my podcast is. It's like my brain. I don't have a good name yet, but we're getting there. I'm just not gonna not do it because I don't have a name because I know the content is great. I know because I enjoy it. So it's great for me. I don't care if you like it or not. It's not necessarily for you. It's for somebody, somebody who resonates with me. Okay, so weekdays, I work on creating podcast episodes. That's the work, that, that's a daily routine. It's a must of mine. So I go into my Google Drive app in my phone. I open up the Google document. That I have it's a running living document where throughout the day I'll put podcast ideas. if it pops in my head, I don't leave it there. I go to my app right away and I put it down. I write write a text I message it in I type the words in from my phone and I put it down in the mornings after I've done my morning time. I'll get a little bit of coffee and then I'll go sit on my porch or, or I'll be at the ta- at the kitchen island and I'll pull off one of the titles. And I'll start fleshing it out. What does that mean? I'll start writing bullet points like I'm what I'm talking about now. I'll start writing out the body of my message. I do that every, I try to do that every weekday if I can. I uh, try to put out at least three or four podcasts a week indefinitely. I'm on number 17. Uh, obviously I enjoy it, right? Obviously it's not even been a struggle for me to talk about this stuff. I've got a lot to say because I feel like I can help people. So that's what I do. The last thing that I do in the work is I cultivate and grow my network, my relationships via Facebook. So I've used a strategy that I haven't talked about and taught about and I doubt I I will. This is something that is pure gold and I just don't think that I can share it um, at this point. But I use this strategy that I don't know, it just may, it clicked one day and I was like, dang, this is what I gotta do. And, um, so I grow and I cultivate my relationships on Facebook. I don't just scroll in, uh, seamlessly through Facebook. I have very specific, specific steps I do every day to grow and cultivate my relationships. You got to spend time with people. You got to interact with people. Facebook's about interacting. It's not about being caught up in social media drama or being a social justice warrior. You could do that. I choose not to because I realize that Facebook is very powerful. There's a lot of people on it. It can further your life. It can increase your monetary amounts because you can build teams, network systems. Um, you can influence people. You can, uh, lead people, coach people, help people is a very powerful tool if you use it correctly, but you got to cultivate it. And I believe Facebook's the best way to do that. So I do those three things every day for my work. These are musts cultivate, work on content for my podcast, create a podcast episode. But for sure, if I don't do any of, if I only do one of those three, it'll be to create content, to write something down. And it may not even be good that day, but I'll do it because that's my work. All right, additional things that I do. I work out, right? So these are these are semi must. Working out's been a must for me lately, and it'll be continue to be a must because I feel better when I do it. I accomplish more. I have a better day that day, and the next day I feel great because I worked out. So I strength train about three times a week, and then I do cardio uh, three times a week. I take Sunday off, and uh, I. F- keep it, uh, fresh. I, I change it around. Um, I push myself. I struggle. Uh, I try not to be comfortable with it. I try to make it difficult so I can grow. That's an additional thing that I try to make it my must every day. And I have been for the last month and a half, two months. And it's, I, I've seen the ramifications of it and I'm, I'm hooked. Um, another thing that I always do, I've done this for a long time. I, I definitely took a, a long time off from doing this, but I'm back at it is, Uh, a must for me is to feed my brain every day with good information for learning purposes. So I'm always trying to learn. So I learn from a vast pool of resources because one that I believe is great are podcasts and YouTube videos. Um, you can learn a lot from this type of stuff. You can pick and choose what you want to take with you, but you can do that. So here's how I, here's a, here's a example of what I like to do. Uh, these aren't, this one is not a must. But I like to do it, and I think it makes me feel more successful because I'm able to knock out two birds with one stone in a day. I'll be listening to a podcast where, let's say I'm bored. I've already worked out. I've already done the work Uh, I I wanted to do. I'm not trying to work eight hours a day on just my purpose. Uh, I've got to live a human life, and I've got to have a balanced life. But sometimes I get bored, and so I'm like, man, I want to help clean and do some of the cleaning chores we have in our house Because I want to be a good spouse and a good dad and set a good role model. I don't believe in the wife that does all the cleaning and cooking. I cook a lot, I clean a lot, I help. I believe that the family unit is a help, is a is a unit, and we work together. So what I'll do is I'll pop on a podcast episode and I'll go to town on cleaning, and I'm listening while I'm cleaning. I'm listening while I'm doing laundry, helping my wife with some laundry, or I'm listening while I'm cooking, and I'm always learning. So that's a must for me is to listen to something to grow. I'm not in college anymore, but I'm in a university of learning. I'm in my own university growing my skills as a person to be more useful, whether it's for the Lord or to be more useful for your family or to be more useful for an employer, to be more useful as a a CEO or, or executive of a company or even an employee. You need to grow skills. So to stop learning is to start dying and stop growing. So I always try to learn. Learn about health, learn about marketing. You learn from, you might be listening to a business guy and you're learning about health stuff or you're learning about ideologies on life or you're learning how to communicate. So you can cross-learn like you can cross-train for sports. So that's what I do. Another additional thing I try to make a must Every day is to spend quality time with both my wife and my kids separately and together. I like to spend time with just Bianca. I like to spend time with just Denny, with just Liliana, but I also like to spend time with the kids together. And I also like to spend time with the kids and my wife. So I try to take a little bit of time to have some personal time with them every day, not be so caught up and and busy in the building of the life that I can't enjoy it. We're here to enjoy that's where happiness is. That's where joy is, is in the daily moments. Another must that I have is to, I try to play with my dog. I've got uh, an English bulldog, Kobe, and uh, try to take her outside and, and get her an exercise because when she exercises, it stretches her brain, but it also it also releases the energy that she builds up just being in the house, right? Her nature is to release the energy. And when I release that energy by helping her throw fetch with the ball or we go for a run or a walk, she's better. I notice that she doesn't hover around me as much. She's not waiting on my every move. Uh, she does better. So those are musts. And those are my daily routines. I don't have much more out of that. But Dennis, you didn't really talk about building like systems or teams or well, all that happens in between. There might be special things going on in my life, but those are my like those are my ground core pillars of my routine. No longer will my pillar be to build a business or a team, and that's my sole focus where I disregard my health or I disregard my morning time or I disregard my night time and I'm not able to take care of that. Nah, because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to leverage routines to create a successful life because we have a long life here and it's just always daily compounding of your actions. You start put those positive actions, you realize how much more time you do have that you can use to build leverage and to create better relationships. So I hope that kind of sharing with you what I do can make you start thinking about what you need to do to have that routine that's going to be successful for you to have that routine that's going to create that life for you that you really want. Um, and know that while you might have breaks in the routine, while you might have uh spots where you don't adhere to it, it's okay. Cause you can start over tomorrow, right? If you've had a routine before and you got off track, that's fine. We can get off track as humans and that's totally okay. The worst thing you could do is be like, Shame, you're in, you feel ashamed of yourself. And so like, wow, I just, I was doing good. Now I'm not, I don't know. Shake that off, shake it off, start over and start putting X's every day. You ain't got no one to prove your, you ain't got no one to, uh, you just got to prove it to yourself. That's it. If that's a better way, I prove it to myself every day that I can do this. I can wake up today, be successful as a person, and then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be, I'm going to prove to myself that I'm going to be successful as a person. I'm going to do that every day. And what I've done for me personally, I feel like I'm uh, experiencing life at a higher level. I'm accomplishing way more than I ever have personally, physically, health wise, spiritually, psychologically. I'm building something with the work of my life that I love, that I'm passionate about, that'll keep me going forward. And I'm creating happiness daily with these routines that I leverage because they set up my life to be successful. So I hope you got value in this. Uh, This is podcast episode number 17. I cut it short today and we only did 33 minutes. So that's better. This is more digestible, you could say. So I appreciate you listening or if you're watching on YouTube. And uh, if you got value from it, let me know. I'd love to hear that. I'd love to hear your feedback and what you'd like to do for your daily routine. I think it's important to learn from other people and see what they do, because a lot of this stuff that I use now, I've learned from other people. I take and I choose what I learn, what I like, what I learn, I take and I choose from it. Um, Anyways, you can reach out to me, Dennis Ray Taylor or Dennis Taylor And, uh, I'd love to hear from you and I will see you or you'll listen on the next episode. All right. Hope you have a blessed day. Thank you. And we'll see you.